This podcast was first broadcast on Mix 92.6. Go to mix926.com to find more Environment Matters podcasts. And if you enjoy what we do, to find out how you can support the station, which is run entirely by volunteers. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome to Environment Matters with me, Amanda Yorworth. Environment Matters is the show that brings you news on issues of sustainability and the environment from around Hertfordshire and from further afield. Last week, we heard from Professor Dave Goulson about research showing that pesticide use is linked with fewer garden birds. And just thank you so much for all of your appreciative comments about the show and about what an inspiration Professor Goulson is. Now, if you missed it, you'll want to head to the podcast page of mix926.com where you'll find the podcast of the show ready for you to listen at to your leisure. Now, Professor Goulson wanted to see urban areas becoming a patchwork of wildlife havens, free of pesticides and rich in things like pollinator-friendly wildflowers. And as it happens, there is lots happening locally to try and make Professor Goulson's dream into a reality. I told you about glyphosate-free streets, the Wilderhood Watch and Wilder St Albans. But this year, local councils are also stepping up to give a real boost to the local pollinators. Now, later we're going to hear how Sandridge Parish Council wants to make the whole parish into a paradise for pollinators. But first, St Albans District Council have been busy making green spaces around the district better for pollinators. I spoke to Nick Sheriff, Parks Manager at St Albans District Council, and I started by asking him exactly what they'd been doing. So over the last few years, St Albans District Council have been working in partnership with a number of uh, stakeholders such as the Hearts and Middlesex Wildlife Trust, Hearts County Council's Countryside Management Service to look at our open spaces, verges and uh, small green spaces to see what we can do to improve these habitats or areas for biodiversity. In 2020, the Countryside Management Service undertook a review of all our open spaces and did an audit of how to improve the open spaces for pollinators especially. Out of that report, we put a plan together and have been implementing that plan looking at improving areas such as reseeding of wildflower meadows, tree planting and looking at our aquatic environment. Okay, so lots of things going there. Thinking about the wildflower areas, the, the, the meadows, how have you been enhancing them? So we've looked at what our existing meadows and where there seems to be uh, rank grasses and uh, not as diverse meadow habitat, we've been reseeding through mechanical purposes of these areas and direct drilling various wildflower mixes into the soil. And in the last couple of years, we've undertaken 55,000 square metres of reseeding. So can you just give us an example of some of the green spaces that you've been planting in, just so we know where to look out for them? Yeah, so we've done some reseeding in Tolman Drive open space, Long Acres open space, Verlanian Park and Downage open space. So there's, there's quite a lot of spaces out there that have been reseeded and you can actually find them on the Wilder St Albans website under projects. 
Okay. And obviously the wildflowers are not out at the moment. So so what would the space where you've done this reseeding, what would it look like? How would we know where it was? We're going to be putting some permanent signage up to show people where we've seeded and what to look out for as well. So these signs will be up in the next couple of months. And for the first couple of years, we'd pretty much be cutting the areas a bit higher than we would amenity grass to allow the plants to become established before flowering. Okay. Will this mean that we won't be able to walk on these areas? How how robust are they? Uh, They're pretty robust. We prefer people not to walk on them because when the first the seedlings come through we would like people to stay off them but it's not a stay off the grass kind of uh, attitude we've tried to leave existing desire lines and uh, connections throughout the open spaces to make sure that the recreational value isn't diminished so you were talking about verulamium park there what have you done there so Verulanian Park, over the number of years, we've allowed areas to become a meadow. We've done some little bits of reseeding, especially with things like yellow rattle. And last year, we left a lot of the top southern side of the park as meadow. We had volunteers to undertake some basic botanical surveying and we found that actually there was quite a diverse range there. What's interesting is that we've actually trialled a low pollinator, almost lawn mix, in other areas of the park. So we keep that amenity look about the park and people can walk through it and and it's it's like an amenity cut of grass but it's actually been sown with plants that will flower at a low level. So again, when we do maintain it, we're not cutting the heads off the flowers. Those kind of plants are lady bed straw, bird's foot trefoils, cowslips, self heels, and, and common sorrel. So that will spread and form this pollinator lawn as such but keeping the Verulanian Park still open just so that it's not fully meadowed. Okay, that sounds lovely. So all the places that we're actually walking will still have flowers in. Fantastic. That's right, yeah. So there's lots of things that you're doing in the public green spaces. How about if somebody's listening and thinking, do you know, I've got a a paddock or I've got a, a big grassy space. This would be nice if I could take part in this. Do you have any help you're able to give them? Yeah, so if people go onto the Wilder St Albans website, there is a lot of uh, information on how people can get involved in their back gardens. There's also a number of community groups within the district that will provide help and advice and come out to the smaller gardens. For sort of our our larger landowners, or or as you said, paddock, someone that's got a a larger area that currently is mown as, as, you know, just sort of close cut grass, our partners, either the Countryside Management Service or the Hearts and Middlesex Wildlife life service would in some instances provide advisory visits to the sites to see what's best for your land sounds fantastic lovely well it sounds like there's lots of flowers to come nick thank you so much for telling us about that thank you much appreciated i was talking there to nick sheriff parks manager at saint Albans district council Sandridge Parish Council also have plans to make the whole parish bloom with pollinator-friendly flowers. Understandably, they've called the project 
paradise for pollinators. I spoke to Rebecca Paness from Sandridge Parish Council and I started by asking her where the idea had come from. Now, as you'll hear, Rebecca is super enthusiastic about the project, so please forgive some slight sound quality issues. It came from a brainstorming session where we was looking for what can we do as a sort of local authority that will lead the way with a sort of environmental initiative. We are an environment-minded parish council, got an environmental policy and reflect on it in all the decisions that we make. But really we wanted to do something that was visual. What can we do that will make it easy for people within the parish to join on board, you know, to kind of get behind change for the better? One of our great successes in our community, well, is our community garden. And within the community garden is our wildflower beds. They are just a hive of activity in the summer. You can sort of stand and and watch the activity and sort of lose yourself in, in the height of summer. And... We thought, how could we roll this out? Wouldn't it be great if we could do this on scale? So if we could create a meadow and then we thought, well, we don't have a field and we don't know anyone that's got a sort of spare field. But then the idea came, well, what about if we try to make a meadow, but we make it in sections? So we use up parts of our open spaces, you know, that are amenity grass, but are not sort of well used. So perhaps the sort of like perimeters of fields and should we ask residents if they would be willing to join in with the initiative as well and perhaps dedicate parts of their garden. So I put a Facebook post on a couple of months ago and just said, if we bought the seeds and provided you with the information of how to prepare your garden, would you help us make a meadow? And we had such a positive response that we took it to the council and we got the decision to go. And yeah, now we're sort of rolling it out. We decided on half an acre all across the parish. So we've got the primary schools in our parish involved. So they're all donating some of their open space within our open spaces. We've got people's gardens and in in some gardens it's one metre squared and in other gardens, you know, we've had a donation of 50 metres squared. So essentially the idea is to have a whole patchwork of little bits of wildflower meadow all spread throughout Sandridge and you will have planted some of it on council land and then you're asking private individuals if they will plant a little bit in their garden. So so where will they get the seed from for this? Well, we're going to purchase a seed. That was part of the idea was how can we make this really easy? You know, if people just say, yes, I would be more than happy to have this little bit of my garden and we will provide them with the seed and a how-to guide. We're planning to do the distribution sometime in March and we're going to have a open evening in our community centre in Marshallswick um, with some guest speakers and some sort of information and education on how we can just in general make our gardens more wildlife friendly. That sounds great because of course you'll get to meet your fellow paradise for pollinators, planters. It'd be rather nice to see everybody else involved. Yeah, because I think sometimes the environment crisis can feel quite overwhelming and it can, you know, you think, oh, how is my little change going to make any difference in the scheme of things? But I think with something like this, you will see that actually you're part of you know it's it's very visual so we're hoping to have a a map where we kind of like mark where all the little jigsaw pieces of the meadow 
are so you know even if you only have a small amount that you can dedicate to the initiative then it really is going to make up part of a bigger area in total so yeah it sounds lovely and will everybody have the same seed mix so it'll be easy identifiable you'll be able to see all the uh, the different parts of the meadow yeah it, it's a it's a pollinator friendly seed mix so um yeah we're sourcing it from a native wildflower company and in the summer of 2023 it will be the annuals but there are perennials in there as well so it will come back every year with real minimum maintenance yeah easy to look after once you've sown the seed they kind of look after themselves okay and are you still looking for people to step forward and uh, if they live within sandwich parish council area to pledge a little bit of their space absolutely yes so our aim is to have half an acre and at the moment we are a quarter of the way there so yeah we've got some way to go yet but we haven't yet included the parish council's contribution so we've got to kind of do a recce of where we feel because also we want to we want to have them where they'll thrive so you know it's important that we get the the aspect right and we we have sort of sunny or partial shade so thinking about people's gardens, they need to have quite a sunny spot again for this. Ideally, yeah, sunny or partial shade. Does it need to be an area of open ground or could this wildflower mix be sown into an area of lawn? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you would have to remove the, the turf, remove the grass. So wildflowers thrive in poor soil. So anywhere where you have, you know, like, for example, I have a stretch in my garden and there's there's Leylandi on the other side so it's really poor soil so I'm going to remove everything that's in there and just scatter the wildflower seeds because they will thrive there they they don't want a nutrient-rich environment so I think they will grow anywhere obviously ideally it will be a nice sunny spot but you know you'll still get wildflowers if you have mostly shady you just won't have as many Um, and as you say they're easy to plant but we'll get instructions and then once they're planted, we kind of let nature do its own thing? Exactly, yeah. And and the ones that within the mix itself, there will be, depending on your aspect and depending on your soil, you know, there'll be species that thrive and other ones that don't do so well. But that's the sort of nature of, you know, wildflowers is, you know, and that's what we kind of want to to be encouraging really is that you you grow what grows well in your garden and and as to the size you say you're looking for any size it doesn't have to any be any size at all any size window boxes <laughs> all the way to yeah big sections of if you've got them spare of your garden so if somebody does live within sandwich parish council um, area and they'd like to be involved well how, how do they do it well we've done our um, promotion on facebook we've got some posters so we're, we're, we're trying to reach as, as many people as we can and just ask that they contact me in the office on my email address or or, or, or phone you know any way that they can just contact sandwich parish council and i'll put your name down and I'm asking for your proximate measurement and where they are in the parish just so that I can make a visual map of where we've got our little nectar top-up points. Brilliant we do hope that Sandwich does indeed prove to be paradise for pollinators. Yeah thank you. I was talking there to Rebecca Paness from Sandridge Parish Council. And the Paradise for Pollinators meeting that Rebecca mentioned will take place on Tuesday the 14th of March between 6 and 8pm at Marshallswick Community Centre where you'll be able to collect seed 
find out exactly what to do with it and hear from Tim Hill from Hearts and Middlesex Wildlife Trust, local beekeeper Anne Wingate and Malcolm Hull from the Butterfly Conservation Group, all of whom are super interesting. So if you live in Marshallswick, do sign up for the scheme and go along to what promises to be a great event. Right, I've just got time to tell you about another exciting event coming up. Sustainable St Albans have got together with the Royal Society of Arts to run an event called Climate Action, Curiosity and Connection. Now they say that action on climate change is now a multi-layered programme of social, technological and political change. It requires sustained commitment and purpose, curiosity to find new approaches and connection because this needs all of us. At this event you'll hear from people with a wide and engaging set of perspectives perspectives on climate action, from specific industries to society-wide interventions, to most importantly action at a local level. Now they hope you'll be inspired by others' actions and find some initiatives that you want to support so that all of us can do more to tackle the climate emergency. Now the event starts at 7, it's on the 28th of February at the County Club on Ridgemont Road and you can book your free place on the Sustainable St Albans website. Do get in touch. It's always great to hear from you. I'm on amanda.yourworth at mix926.com or look for Environment Matters on Mix92.6 on Twitter and Facebook. I'll be with you at the same time next week, but until then, thank you for listening.